Hola, mi gente. This week we have Ana Chavez, a licensed marriage and family therapist that is based out of San Diego. Ana joins the conversation and speaks on hyper individualism, a term I didn't even know existed. Did you? Um, with so much content about self love and so many proclaimed gurus, professionals, um, and content creators advising on self-love and common topics, it is hard to dissect what is helpful and what is harmful. So Anna gives us her advice on how to deal with that information the right way. Plus, a little bonus, I share some personal experiences and an update on previous spoken issues from the last time she was with us. And before we get started, I just want to tell you that if you are not following Anna. You should be following her. Look her up on Instagram at Ana Chavez LMFT. And I'm going to spell out the whole name just in case you are not um, Latino. It's Ana, A-N-A, Chavez, which is C-H-A-V-E-Z, as in zebra, L-M-F-T. I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Welcome back, Bea. So today we have Anna Chavez again with us. Hi, Anna. How are you? Hi, fine. Thank you for inviting me. No, thank you for accepting the invitation. So, Anna, I have some confessing to do. I okay. saw your post <laughs> um, about hyper individualism. And mm-hmm. I would just like to, if, if it's okay with you, I would like to read what you wrote and what intrigued me sure. the most. Mm-hmm. So you said it has become trendy to push hyper individualistic common sense mental health content with little regard to how harmful these messages might be. Let me start with common sense narratives. They have been used to advance a hidden ethical, moral, and or political position. So content creators will approach you with common sense advice to put yourself first, not depend on other people, to love yourself before choosing to love anyone else, and to learn to regulate your own emotions. That right there, I was mm-hmm. like, what? Am I toxic, Anna? Oh, my God. <laughs> that made me want to Google it right away. But I was like, okay, mm-hmm. no, let me see what she what she continues to say. So you say, on the surface, this common sense advice appears to be helpful, which I that was my, that was my view on it. But you mm-hmm. say, but in reality, it's a way to advance an agenda, a white supremacist agenda, demanding that you pull yourself from your own bootstraps look after your own well-being above that of others and that your human needs for care and support are unacceptable Mm -hmm. oh those words i was like anna are you talking to me (laughs) and then you're like this is the american dream demanding that you forget that we are relational beings, forget that it's perfectly fine to need others and forget that we need to be loved and supported in order to learn how to love and support others. We believe that hyper individualism is the solution to all our mental health and relationship problems in the end, leaving us lonely, resentful, out of touch with reality and hopeless. Healing happens imperfectly within the family, community, and relationships. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, the, 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 how can I say this? La motivación to look up more about that term mm-hmm. and see where maybe I'm that being that, that does, mm-hmm. you know, that promotes hyper-individualism. Oh, mm-hmm. am I even saying it properly? yeah hyper individualism yeah okay so i am saying it right because sometimes i write hyper individuality and 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 i you know a lot of i guess i can start by saying that a lot of clients come um because they feel that their relationships are very demanding right and that there's what we commonly know know or speak of as codependence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can see why or how in that situation, <clears throat> more autonomy and independence is required. 
but then 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 we tend to go to the other extreme right mm -hmm. which is i think um, and and this is why i wanted you on because i was like oh, i have so many questions because mm -hmm. i feel like my the way that i was raised mm -hmm. kind of helped push towards that hyper individualism in me where mm -hmm. it's really hard for me to reach out and ask for help it's almost like a pride thing if I ever mm -hmm. ask for help I, I feel um I, I I don't feel useful I don't I don't know how mm -hmm. else to describe it um mm -hmm. and so I'm like does it is it a bad trait to have when that's all you've known your whole life. Like, I don't know how mm -hmm. to change that. I don't know how to see like a community. And when I, when I was reading your post, what called out to me the most is like, mm -hmm. maybe this is why it has affected me in real life and my relationships around me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, if I remember correctly, during our last, last conversation, you're usually the one that, um, that is the helper yes everybody that, comes to the, me yes and i remember we had a little conversation about you reaching out um for some help and then not getting the help mm -hmm. you know it really you know upset you yes because i guess you know from what you're telling me it's hard for you to ask for help yes mm -hmm. it is And I never, I had never seen it as such a negative. Well, and then that, I don't know if negative is the, the right word to use. Um, but the way that you worded it was just so perfect. Um, the whole common sense narrative to me, it's like, And sometimes even when I'm having like discussions with my husband, which he's the one that I have like deep conversations with, I'm like, mm -hmm. but it's just common sense. Like, why can't people just see that and, mm -hmm. and bringing out who you are and loving yourself first before you love anybody else? Like, mm -hmm. like everything you were describing in that post is me. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm sure I'm not the only one that goes through it. it it's mm -hmm. obviously this term That's is why out there's there. a whole word. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole word in it. Yes. Otherwise, there wouldn't <laughs> be that. a term, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to learn and, and kind of have our audience listen to, you know, mm -hmm. if you are that person, how can mm -hmm. you bring down those walls and what are we doing wrong and what can maybe we correct? moving forward i don't know if there's um if there's something that that you are doing wrong or anybody else is doing wrong because we're raised in that environment yes so how can you be responsible for something that you didn't pick or choose it's just a given you know you just are born into that and you continue through your life living like that without questioning it Yes. It's like it becomes the water that you swim in. Yes. So it's really hard until to notice until you start um you start developing symptoms for example. Mm. Right? Okay. For example, I, you know, uh I don't want to wake up in the morning. Um you know, I get rashes or my back hurts or something, right? You start developing symptoms and then you go to therapy and you kind of explore what's going on. Mm -hmm. And that's how you figure it out. And also, if you notice, are the self-help and now even more so because there's, you know, there's a lot of social media accounts and or apps And there's people that um, are in the mental health um, field, professionals and not so professionals, you know, with mm -hmm. degrees and without degrees that think that common sense is the answer. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's easy. It's easy to impart common sense. You don't have to study for, for that. You can just read a self-help book, self-help book and that's like that's, that's all you need right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but common sense a lot of times is what got us into this mess right 
there's a whole industry, um, billion dollar industry, uh, in making you more independent, mm-hmm. more self reliant. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's more difficult to heal in community or heal, you know, even when you want to go to uh, family therapy, not all of the family members want to go. They're like, I don't need therapy. Thank you very much. It's a really hard to to decide to attend therapy as a family. Yes. Right? Even couple therapy, sometimes the husband's like, no, thank you, or the wife, mm-hmm. but usually a husband <laughs> to tell you the truth. Yes. <laughs> yes. That They're is like, very I true. Don't need, <laughs> I don't need therapy. You go. And so, you know, um, I forgot where I was going with that, but, you know, there's a whole industry, yeah. uh, uh, you know, built on um hyper individuality how to take care of yourself and my needs first and you know there's an you you brought up well you read the the post and you said you know and and you also brought up you know thinking well I have to love myself first before I can love anybody else yes that's a whole industry in it by itself because there's like Talleres, workshops yeah. for women yeah. to love yourself before you, you know, there's books, there's weekend retreats, there's a whole industry about how to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And and that's, it, that's, I think, that's what was so shocking from reading from your post, because I could see the other side too. Mm-hmm. You know, but growing up, and, and feeling like I couldn't reach out to others because I was always the one that everybody comes to. Mm-hmm. And learning how to set boundaries feels nice because mm-hmm. I am putting myself first. But mm-hmm. then I'm like, how is that in the long run going to affect? Like you made me think about how is that in the long run going to affect me? And that's mm-hmm. what made me kind of Google it a little bit more and like, mm-hmm. you know, read other subjects because I'm like, that that does not I'm very comfortable hiding and I'm very comfortable ghosting and I'm very comfortable setting boundaries. But how is that going to affect me in the future? Kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it becomes a problem because it becomes a problem. And a lot of people come to therapy saying, well, you know, I'm very good at setting boundaries, but I can't set up a set boundaries with, you know, this person. Because whenever I try to set, you know, boundaries with my mom or my dad, I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's when it becomes a problem when you um, when you can't set boundaries because of the guilt that you feel. If you are setting boundaries with people that um, that you feel that you need to set boundaries and you don't have any trouble with that then I don't see the problem I think the problem is because it's when it becomes difficult for you to set boundaries um, or feel that you that the only way to repair a situation is by setting a boundary without trying to um, find you know compromise mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, because you hear it so much, you know, to set the boundary, to say no. But it, it, it will have an effect on our relationships. We don't hear a lot because therapists do talk about, you know, interpersonal effectiveness, how to um, ask, you know, for things that you need, how to uh, negotiate. That's a part of DVT therapy, um, the whole building interpersonal skills. And the last resort is setting the boundary. When words don't work, then you have to set a boundary. But the, you know, the, the, um, the, if, if you're interested in maintaining the relationship, you need to find a way to negotiate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to talk about what you want and, and, and also hear what others want and kind of, you know, struggle with that and come to an understanding, an agreement and um, 
and coexist, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I a hundred percent. And I feel like um, when when the other party is not willing to speak about it. I think that's when I kind of check out. Like if you're not really Mm -hmm. listening to what I'm trying to tell you, because Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to invalidate how you feel, Mm -hmm. but you're crossing boundaries that then are bothering me, then that's when we kind of need to go our separate ways. Yeah. And sometimes I just exit silently. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's very clear situations. Like for example, when there's violence, there's not a lot of, negotiating you can do Mm -hmm. right it's your life you were talking about life and death situation so um i don't see boundaries working there or a very violent very um degrading parent um or partner i think that you know interpersonal skills are will not be as effective but in the majority of our relationships you know if we come if we can um, learn to listen and negotiate, you know, we don't have to th- think in terms of, oh, I'm just going to say no. I'm just going to, you know, distance myself. I'm just going to do this or that. But it's, you know, in social media, it's more, it's easier to just, you know, oh, let's set boundaries. It's harder to talk about everything else. The issue that's at root. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not, it, it, that is the hard part at least mm-hmm. for me um, because when I see that a person is only seeing their way I just shut down and that's mm-hmm. when I just remove myself and a lot of people find that as mm-hmm. you know I don't care but it's not that I don't care it's just I don't I don't want to sit there and keep arguing and going back and forth like I just mm-hmm. I, I want to find a solution and you're not you're not mm-hmm. doing that for me. So I'm just going to remove myself. Mm-hmm. But going back, Anna, I'm kind of interested to hear a little bit more. You know, you are talking about this really big um, industry that promotes mm-hmm. self-love, the books and, you know, a lot of people on social media that preach about it. Like you said, there's retreats, there's all kinds of stuff, right? Mm hmm. When is it a negative thing or how far does self-love or or how does self-love um, can become a negative thing that you're doing? That's a complicated question because how the majority of the people that come to therapy, I think they are already loving themselves. They, they love themselves enough to know that they need some support okay and to want to um to want to improve or change uh certain situations and i don't know if what i'm gonna say is correct but i'm thinking like if you can wake up wake up in the morning take a shower brush your teeth you know go to school work you know, take care of your body, exercise, drink water, sleep well, you know, sleep, you know, how, how, how many hours you need to sleep, um, you know, have healthy relationships, friends, and so on. I think you love yourself well enough. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need the books. You don't need all that. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you feel that you need support and you ask for it, if you attend therapy and you do all those things, I think you're loving yourself well enough. <laughs> I, okay, I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then I so then I've always loved myself because I always do try to seek. You know, I, I've been in therapy for many many years now, um, mm-hmm. and and actually, Anna, this is kind of. We'll we'll get back to what we're talking about, but just really quick, I felt really proud of myself the other day. I finally understood what my therapist said when she mm-hmm. when she said I need to lower the standards in my relationships. Mm-hmm. I felt like I, I wanted to call her like at that moment and be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> Emma, mm-hmm. I now I, I get it." You know, um, I think realizing that not everybody can give the same amount of love that you can give Mm 
mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they don't love you back. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when we take away expectations and standards for people, mm-hmm. you just love them for who they are, mm-hmm. not what you want from them or what you need mm-hmm. from them. Um, and and that was really eye opening because for the longest time I felt like, you know, nobody's at my level. Nobody um, loves me as much as I love them because I love really hard and passionate Mm-hmm. And then it got to me where I was like, well, not everybody's going to love the same way I love. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that they don't love me. It just means that they love me in their own way. Right. And that yeah. was really freeing, Anna. That mm-hmm. was really freeing for me. So just an, yes. just an update from, from the last episode. <laughs> because that's another thing that, you know, a lot of people talk in terms of how do I know if the other person is loving me as much as I love them mm-hmm. because you know, I want this relationship to be reciprocal or how yes. do I know that they're feeling the same way that I'm feeling or how do I know if the uh, relationship meant the same, the same thing that it meant to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't, <laughs> you're not going to know. No, you, you know, don't, you don't. That, that's another whole industry, right? Mm-hmm. That it's out there that says, you know, we'll promise you um, complete connection, complete, you know, person that you'll find the person out there that will complete you, mm-hmm. your, 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 your other half, your soulmate, mm-hmm. um, uh, that you're going to be um, completely fulfilled um in tune with each other that's another you know selling point yeah it's it's false you never know um what the other person is thinking you never know what the other person is feeling um relationships are a risk they're a risk and they're a lot of work because it's two imperfect individuals Mm mm-hmm that are trying to compromise in every single aspect of their life. Um, and the the only mode of interaction that we have is our language. Yes. Or the main mode of interaction that we have is language. And language has its limits. Mm-hmm. We can't say everything we want to say. And we can't understand completely what the other is trying to say to us there's always a deficit yes in our language and in our understanding and we have to leave and struggle with that yes that's why i agree on that i that's why at the end i think i said that you know imperfectly you know healing is imperfect there's never a complete healing Mm mm-hmm Yes, healing happens imperfectly and within the family community and relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, when you promote that self-love, when you promote having that common sense, you mentioned in the post, it can become, um, trying to read the part, it could could be... um, it could appear helpful, but you say, but in a reality, it's an ad- advance, an agenda, mm-hmm. a white supremacist agenda, dem- demanding mm-hmm. that you pull yourself up from your own bootstraps. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think those were the words that were like really shocking to me because I was like, oh, my God, is mm-hmm. that something that we only see here in the United States? Like it's more common here because I'm sure I- you see it everywhere. But it, yeah, I think in the common? West in general, in the okay. West, yeah, in general, I, I would say, um, I I can't I I don't know of another um, parts of the world, but I think that that the Western way of living is now you know everywhere. The mm-hmm. the, the Western thinking has um, has is everywhere. Yeah, yeah, our yeah. Western way of thinking and being because of the Internet, because of, you know, publications of books, um, you know, podcasts, it's out there. So it's it's out there for consumption in every part of the world. So 
I see, I don't, you know, I think obviously there's, there's communities, for example, um, I was talking to somebody the other day about, she was telling me about, you know, how important her community is and that she doesn't appreciate, you know, how people from other parts of the country come and they don't care about her community, Mm. um, the way she, she cares about her community. Um, and that's being lost. Uh, you know, a lot of people come from from par- different parts of the country, and we see that with gentrification mm-hmm. in our communities. Right? They yes. come, they want to buy property so they can rent it, and they don't care about you know the people they're pushing out. They're in. They're concerned about profit, profiting, mm-hmm. pro- profiting from their rentals. Um, so community is lost. Yes. And in the in the at least you know from talking from our Mexican um, point of view, community was very important. That's how people um, supported each, each other and kept safe and so on. You know, and now that's being taken away from them because you know profit, um, investing, um, improving improving the the. Um, the community and usually improving means you know making Taking away houses mm-hmm. yeah making houses look a certain way businesses a certain way allowing you know big corporations to take over and so on so yes yes so i was i was born and and raised in la um mm-hmm. raised here in san diego and raised in la and the i was born in lincoln heights and now going mm-hmm. back to Lincoln Heights, there's like art museums. There's not mm-hmm. that many helicopters anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and the community has changed a lot. And so you don't mm-hmm. know if Doña Maria is still living down the street. You mm-hmm. know, you just it, it, like you said, you start losing little pieces and it, it doesn't almost feel right. And I do feel like the way that we are, the the stuff that we are, um, como se dice, um, consuming you know through Mm -hmm. social media and through tv different you know tv shows um movies and you know just media in general i Mm -hmm. feel like there is a sense of losing the culture Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whether you know that's mexican salvadorian honduras like wherever it is you know because like Mm -hmm. you said there's a lot of immigration there's gentrification there's so many um things that come into play mm-hmm. and when i was reading that post and hyper individualism i'm like do i promote that do i promote you know kind of growing from that and not really embracing where you're coming from mm-hmm. and not having to depend on you know that community that maybe was there growing up because right now that you're saying it i remember growing up in apartments and knowing all my mm-hmm. neighbors and i knew all mm-hmm. the kids mm-hmm. and i've lived in this house for 15 years in may mm-hmm. and i don't know my neighbors i don't i don't know who lives around me i see kids but i don't know where they come from <laughs> and and that's the white way of life you know there's not a lot of community I don't know um, how uh, Barrio Logan used to be, but I know that that it was different than what it is today because I, we couldn't back then, back in the day, we couldn't go into Barrio Logan. There was no. like a lot of fear and so on. Um, and there's been a lot of gentrification, but I think that community, at least in that little area, has rallied together to keep it somewhat you know, um, like it was, you know, there's, mm. there's a lot of like little galleries and so on, but they, they are, you know, Hispanic creators or artists and there's, you know, new restaurants and so on, but they, the, like the, the, the supermarket is mm-hmm. like a Hispanic mercado. So mm-hmm. it's not, at least it's not a Vons, I think it's right? like a super or something like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they, they, they've tried, you know, they, they, they seem to be together, act, working together to keep, to allow, you know, 
the community to change and improve because it's safer, but to keep some of its integrity also. I think they're working hard. I don't know if they're going to achieve it, if they're going to maintain it like that. But it seems that they're coming together, like the murals are still yes. there, all the Mexican restaurants are, are still there and so on. Yes, I, I remember in 2018, and I only remember this because that's when I started sharing my journey on, on YouTube personally, not embracing my mm -hmm. markings, but just personally me. Um, and my brother-in-law, he's he's a photographer and videographer, and he was like, well, let's go take some pictures at Barrio Logan. And I was like, mm -hmm. I don't want to get shot. And he's like, no, mm -hmm. it's not like that anymore. And I'm like, are you mm -hmm. sure? And we went and I was really surprised. I was, I mean, it looks beautiful. And, and yeah, there's, there's a sense of things are changing, but you could still feel the community. Yes. Mm -hmm. You could still feel the and community. They, and they have a lot of, um, um, like weekend activities for the whole community. And there's a lot of, hispanic families and there's you know some other you know people from other cultures and and backgrounds and so on but um i think the the reason that that i bring this up is that because the same thing happens in in our lives like family lives or personal lives when we start you know uh, becoming too too independent um that we lose that connection to our roots, to our family, to our environment, and so on. And in the end, you might you might ask yourself, am I happier now that I, you know, am an expert at setting boundaries? Am I really happy? That's the question that you need to ask. Do I feel connected? That, mm. And I think that's more than anything, that's what made me think about your post. Mm -hmm. because I was like how how have I changed my environment by my actions mm -hmm. um in in February I had my my big brother come you know from the midwest and we got together with his with his two sons and my parents and everything and it took me back on a I had totally forgotten mm -hmm. how close we used to be as a family we mm -hmm. used to go to the kids' soccer games. We used to mm -hmm. barbecue every weekend. We used to always do stuff together, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but when people started to get married, move away, have kids, jobs. Careers, like, yeah. Everything, we were just so, and I'm, I, we were kind of pulled apart. And we're so far away from where we used to be. And it made me mm -hmm. miss it. And I don't know. I'm like, oh, man, I think I'm getting old, Anna, because I'm like, that, starting that's a to great see point, things. because if we are here in this country and uh, or like in any Western country. And there's always that fight into especially if you have I'm speaking speaking from my perspective, mm -hmm. if you have a higher education degree, because I remember back in the day, dad came home, he, work was over and it was just family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now when I come home, it's like I should be doing more like I can see two, three, four, you know, two, three, four more clients. I should be seeing more clients because that's why I went to school for. Right. Mm -hmm. And so evenings with the family are gone. I remember back in the day we would go out. Go, vamos a traer el pan. Hay que hacer chocolate. Let's yes. watch a movie. Yes. We used to love making gelatinas de rompope with my dad. Mm hmm. And now we feel this, you know, push and pull from, you know, should I be doing more or should I let go of that and, and be in focus with, you know, focus on my family, on connecting with my family. It's a struggle. And I think it's always going to be a struggle in some way because we do live in this country. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Yes. And, and something that I've noticed also that people are romanticizing um, a lot in social media is moving away, right? Yeah, away from your family. <laughs> away from your family. And not only that, but you're moving away from the busy life that we see here in the United mm -hmm. States. Mm -hmm. um, we see how, you know, it's it's literally wake up, go to work, come home, 
Mm-hmm. feed the kids take a shower go to sleep and then do it all over again and we're, we're almost well, like now in this the little... pandemic the pandemic has allowed some people to go back to mexico and work you know remote yes, yes. Mm-hmm. and so and i even thought about it where i tell my husband i'm like mm, maybe we should move mm-hmm. <laughs> romanticizing to get that time back because i do mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. like here there's that mentality of i'm not doing enough i need more or, mm-hmm. you know, once I get this, that's when I'm going to be happy. You're always chasing mm-hmm. for happiness, but it's really not there. And mm-hmm. by you mm-hmm. observing the whole, you know, self-love and just focusing on yourself, it, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. And destructive in a way, I feel. Destructive in what way? With your relationships. Mm-hmm. With your relationships, um losing those connections i know i've lost Mm -hmm. friendships along the way then now i Mm -hmm. think back and i'm like i wish i would have handled them differently Mm -hmm. and also um destructive with your environment for example you know when you only think of yourself and your own your benefit for yourself like financial benefit and that's the that's the message that we get, right? You know, secure your future, your benefit. You know, mm-hmm. think about your future, your savings, your investments, and and things like that. We don't stop and we don't stop to think how our choices are affecting, you know, the our you know others. For example, it's really trendy right now to, you know, just buy a house, you know, investment and so on without. Mm-hmm seeing how that is affecting the living conditions of the other people you know the Mm -hmm. rents keep increasing people are homeless and so on and i'm sure that happens in all you know in other ways that we could think about but you know that's another show (laughs) that is very true (laughs) um Mm -hmm. so you know going back to that is there a way where maybe we can improve that hyper individualism or turn it turn it into something good Anna um I don't think that it's something that you can I mean it's 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 problematic in itself so I don't think that you can make it work <laughs> right I I like I said it, it depends on the situations because also being in a situation that you would call codependent it's also you also suffer from lack of from lack of um self-reliance or not being you know not being autonomous uh, feeling that you know that's also uh, a reason for for suffering and and so in that sense i would you know if i was talking to a client we would explore that you know how can you be more how can you be freer given the you know the 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 circumstances Mm -hmm. because you're not gonna just you know pack your bags and leave your family behind you know you you want to find more freedom within the constraints of your family and so on right yes what are things you're willing to do and what are things you're you're not willing to do um so in that sense i i you know that person wants more freedom that person want need you know it's seeking to be more autonomous you know being being too um um dependent on the other people has affected their you know mental health and so on um but you know other you know in other situations uh the opposite is it's necessary you know making more um learning more effective uh interpersonal skills how can i get involved in community how can i stop and allow myself to just be imperfect how can i stop improving myself you know for example i also made a post that maybe i should i should um make it an actual post like permanent i made a story about have you heard the concept of morning routines yes yes i have and i and i fail i fail i cannot 
I cannot. Mira, it's like, you know. And I think there's something wrong with me because I'm like, ¿por qué no puedo? You know? I didn't see that another, post, though. I didn't see that post. No, it was a story. That's why I say maybe I should make it a, 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 a post because yes. of that. It's permanent. Because I was thinking another, because I, I posted a, a, a picture of my dog. Maybe I can find it. And I'll send it to you. <laughs> and she's sleeping. And I was like, this this dog, she's here, right? That's why I'm going oh, to let me see she's her. <gasps> she is adorable. Yeah, she's oh. a, a wee, weenie dog. That is, th- I was going to say, that's a, it looks like a weenie dog in her little ears. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I love dogs. And I love. Yeah, she's my baby. So I wake up and she's like sleeping with no cares in the world. And I'm I'm thinking, ah, oh, to be a dog, right? Like we have to wake up <laughs> and before we leave work, you know, if you have a morning routine, you have, you know, do your skin, your, your, you make your coffee or your tea. Coffee is not, is a no, no, right? You can't enjoy coffee anymore. It has to be something <laughs> healthy. You know, if you can get some exercise, if you can do your journaling, right? If yeah. you can do your meditation and then get ready for work and then leave work. Yes. So yes. just the concept itself, you know, setting up for failure. Another thing, I can't even wake up, you know, the right way. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's how I feel lately. I'm like, God, man, like if I were to live to the standards that social media says and advices, I would be a total failure because there's days like yesterday. I had a really rough day physically with my mm-hmm. multiple sclerosis. My whole body was really, really aching. It hurt me to mm-hmm. move. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I said, you know what? I'm I'm going to do my best. I didn't do my mm-hmm. bed, but I made dinner for my boys. Something super simple. Mm-hmm. I made pizzas, but I was like, mm-hmm. something super simple. You know, you just lay out the pizza dough from Trader Joe's mm-hmm. and put some sauce mm-hmm. and some cheesy ice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I did. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be hard on myself. I survived. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I survived. And today when I woke up, I, I knew that I had this recording with you. And mm-hmm. I said, I know how how um how um at the end of the day my body really hurts it's really hard for me to do evening um podcast recordings because Mm -hmm. i'm ready to tap out (laughs) Mm -hmm. by Mm -hmm. four i'm like okay i'm done but i said no Mm -hmm. today i'm gonna take my time i'm gonna change it up instead of being productive Mm -hmm. in the in the morning i'm gonna be productive in the afternoon took my Mm -hmm. time i did my hair you know i did my makeup i did my bed but no no rushing Mm-hmm. And I made dinner for my boys, and I feel good right now. I, I even mm-hmm. got a little nap. I got an hour nap <laughs> in mm-hmm. between, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm like, pero si si me baso in what people are recommending and saying and and suggesting, then I would be a failure because I didn't really accomplish anything in the morning. I wasn't productive, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think that's where the individuality. Um, it's important that you come up with your own routines and you validate your own needs, right? Yes. That's something that is that is about your well-being, your like physical well-being. So that that's where I guess I that will come in. Like, okay, you, I don't have to um, model my life or my daily routine based on, you know, what somebody else outside is saying, who doesn't know anything about my, my physical needs. Exactly. Or my family needs. So. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. We all have um, different. And and I always say this, everything that you see on social media, and I kind of want to just repeat it for the audience that is listening to us. Everything that you see on social media or on TV or wherever you get your information from, take it with Mm -hmm. a grain of salt. Yes. And apply it to grab the good stuff that you can apply to your life. And if that can make a difference, then good for you. But Mm -hmm. I think out of this whole conversation, Anna, the best and the most efficient way to improve ourselves is by seeking help professionally and individually mm-hmm. <laughs> not from a guru on the on social media yeah and they're not even gurus sometimes they're just people who 
see a um, opportunity. They know that this is very popular right now and they'll, you know, yes. make a, make an account based on that. <clears throat> it's very popular. You know, people are looking for answers. But if you are, if you have doubts, you know, that's why people, there's people out there that went to school yes. <laughs> yes. to do that. Yeah. Do that. I also, and this is going to be a little bit controversial. I also uh, do not agree sometimes with some uh, Latinx therapist that, and I don't know if they mean it or if it's another, you know, just an, something to say on social media that, you know, or oh, Latinx people only need una platicadita or, you know, somebody who listens, you know, a friendly ear. No, treatment is made up of interventions and hard questions and and a lot of, you know, processing, mourning. There's a lot of things that go on in therapy other than just listening in a platicadita con una concha y un café. No, mm. I don't know if they're if they mean it or not. But when I hear when I when I when I read it, I worry. I was like, is this serious or is it a gimmick? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I think, you know, you can tell the difference or at least for me. I'll, I'll speak for mm -hmm. myself. I can mm -hmm. tell the difference between somebody that's a professional and somebody that's mm -hmm. not. Because mm -hmm. even the ones that are portraying to be professional, you know that they're not. Sometimes mm -hmm. they have good tips. But you take mm -hmm. everything with a grain of salt. Yes. And and uh -huh. their word is not sealed and it's not on concrete. Um, but I admire somebody like yourself, Anna, that you mm -hmm. always say, well... It's depending your circumstances mm -hmm. and the fact that you push to, you know what, individually, you need to go and ask and work on it. And, you know, because you can't just sit here and generalize everything that we're speaking mm -hmm. about, because it's not going to mm -hmm. apply to everybody the same way. That's why common sense doesn't work. Sometimes it works. You know, sometimes it works. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes you know, and I don't, I don't even, I don't even like the word common sense because I feel like it's not so common. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and and every person is different. Yeah, because we're not common people; we're individuals. Exactly. Exactly. So mm -hmm. that's why, you know, seeing your page, I, I love following you for your posts whenever I do log into Instagram, because I've said this before on the show, I'm not really very active on mm -hmm. social media. It might seem like I do because I schedule all my posts, mm -hmm. um, but I'm really not. But mm -hmm. I get to see one of your posts. I'm like, oh, you make me think you, you mm -hmm. really make me think. But with this one. I, I went into digging mode and I was like, wow, you know, and I found several articles um, talking about it. Like one that really got um, my attention was from frontier frontiers in dot org. And it says, does individualism bring happiness mm -hmm. and the negative effects of individualism on interpersonal relationships and happiness? Mm -hmm. And I read that and I was like, hmm. Oh my God, I have so much to think about as an individual. Mm -hmm. As an individual. You made me with this, you know, the, the comment you made about common sense. You made me think of a video that I, I might share with you later, or I can put it in my, like my stories or something or a reel or something. Yeah. It's this philosopher who's talking about common sense sayings and then how, you know, it can be said in a way by someone you know with some authority that it seems like wisdom and then another person can say the opposite side the opposite of what they're saying and also <laughs> you know be right that, yeah and also be right and i see seem i seem thing yeah right yeah so that's yeah. how common sense common sense well it doesn't have any place in psych psychology or psychotherapy and you know it's it's maybe more you know like Public, but like you said, not even in public because every situation is unique and in, in, in every person is individual. Yes. It's an individual. Yes. And I think that's why um, this platform, I love it because I get to hear different stories. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had two women share their stories of domestic violence mm -hmm. and they're completely different from each other. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, their endings, the way that it happened, it, everything was 100% different. Mm-hmm. But yet they understand each other in a certain way that maybe they can't understand, that other people that haven't been through it can connect. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's so important for me, for everybody to understand that your story matters. Whatever you're going through mm-hmm. doesn't have to look like somebody else's for it to be valid. Mm-hmm. that's why mm-hmm. our show is called embracing my markings because you're embracing mm-hmm. your what makes you mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. as an individual but i feel like it, it's very important for us to get to know these terms because i had no idea that this was a thing Anna. and you really mm-hmm. made me think as an individual to see mm-hmm. okay how is this affecting me personally in my life and and I'm a, it's well, something maybe, that I'm going to discuss in my therapy sessions mm-hmm. with my therapist. And maybe it wasn't a, such a big thing and, until las redes sociales, until we have all these apps. And now it's becoming a thing because it's being pushed by several people numerous times a day to millions and millions of people. So it becomes a thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or more of a thing. <clears throat> it's more prominent Yes. But yeah. So yeah. Um well thank you for for saying that that you know that you learned something and that it helps you yes. and it you know helps you ask questions because that's the best thing that we can do. Ask ourselves questions and a hundred percent agree with what you say. You know, um just because it's on the internet, not Give even me- if I write it or anybody writes it. Yeah. Give me Go one ahead. second. I was saying, yeah, that that, you, you know, whatever you read on the Internet, hopefully you have somebody that you can uh, bounce ideas with and kind of explore and deconstruct before you say, oh, you know, that's a great idea. I'm going to start my morning routine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and whatever works for you, it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be that you have to be that person. You know, like I admire women or even men. Any individual mm-hmm. that wakes up at four in the morning to go work out before they go to work at six. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I can't do it. I mm-hmm. can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that that doesn't make me less of a person. Mm-hmm. It just means that my morning just looks different. <laughs> I did it for four years. I would wake up at five. 4.45 to go to the gym or walking at the park uh, for four years. And then I was like, I'm done. I don't I don't need to do it anymore because people change. You know, I wasn't into that anymore. Yeah. I had a friend that was vegan for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And after 10 years, she said, I can't. My body needs different things now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she started consuming meat again and, and animal mm-hmm. uh, products. Um, things happen. And I feel like learning to just find what works best for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's what exactly. I'm going to name this podcast. Find what works for you because it doesn't <laughs> look the same for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, I just, I, I truthfully um, respect you, Anna, and I love following you because mm-hmm. si me pones a pensar. It like mm-hmm. you give me a lot of food for thought and not in the sense, like I said, I, I appreciate that. You're mm-hmm. not out there saying that you're an expert in this or this is what you need to do. You you put it out in a way where you put us to think or at least mm-hmm. I, speaking for myself again. Sorry mm-hmm. for myself. You put me to think and ask mm-hmm. myself those important questions like, OK, mm-hmm. what is she saying here and how can I apply that? And mm-hmm. if I'm not applying it, how could I apply it? Mm-hmm. And is this what I'm reading into, you know? Um, and like I said, I, I have a therapy session next week. And I, mm-hmm. I, that's one of the things that I want to talk to my therapist about. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know this term existed. And so now I mm-hmm. want to see how it's affected me in my relationships. And, you know, can I change anything about it? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. I applaud you <sighs> for continuing with your therapy and, and doing the hard work. It's a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. But like you said, and, and I love that too. I, I would love to highlight that again. How you said you already love yourself if you're seeking for help, if you're seeking for improvement. Mm-hmm. There's no need to be selfish or, you know, to put your needs above others mm-hmm. um, in times that a lo mejor no es necesario. 
And there's people in really hard circumstances, whether they're, you know, financial, um, fit, you know, medical health, you know, situations. There's people who are in very difficult situations and that other people would think, you know, how can a person love themselves in that circumstance, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Seeing what they're, you know, with all the things that are they're going through and you can still see the, the you know people in difficult circumstances circumstances loving others yes beautiful mm-hmm. yes um mm-hmm. i follow this tiktoker and he's also on instagram i believe murph's life I don't know if you've heard of them. It's him and his wife. Um, remarkable uh, story. I, I believe he was in addiction, alcohol addiction. Um, mm. And he kind of hit rock bottom and he was like, well, kind of want to travel and see what's out there. And he's a lot right now. I believe he's going to stay in El Salvador because his uh, wife is pregnant. So I think that's where mm-hmm. she's going to give birth. But he goes all up and down from Mexico all the way to South America Mm-hmm. And he helps individuals that are in need of whether it's housing, jobs. Mm-hmm. He builds them. I mean, they're not mansions, but he builds them mm-hmm. homes that homes. are mm-hmm. adequate, you know, for them and their big families. Or, you know, if if a, if a family has like a disabled child and viven con pura metal sheets or como se llaman the, the I, I forgot, but there's, it's not, it's not even, um, yeah it's Mm -hmm. not even a a proper roof um and he builds them a little business so he kind of sets them up he's not only just Mm -hmm. helping them for the moment but he sets them Mm -hmm. up to be good and most of the people that he meets are Mm -hmm. people que no tienen nada nothing Mm -hmm. nothing to their name Mm -hmm. and they love their community they're happy with what they mm-hmm. have and their faith mm-hmm. in God is so strong. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. every time I see that, I'm like, Oh, why mm-hmm. can't I be like that? Mm-hmm. You can't say they don't, you know, they, 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 they need to learn how to love. Yes, mm-hmm. they don't. Mm-hmm. They, they, they already do. And the fact that he, sometimes he'll build them the houses and mm-hmm. the whole barrio's there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm talking mm-hmm. all the little kids from that same, you know, colonia mm-hmm. or whatever it is. They're all there mm-hmm. and they're all cheering on. And, you know, the family sharing the, the groceries that he bought them. They're sharing it mm-hmm. with their neighbors and stuff. And oh, it's so beautiful to see. And, and that's mm-hmm. definitely something that I've noticed that we lack a lot or that I lack in my life mm-hmm. now. Um so you trying mean the community the or community. connecting yeah mm-hmm. like i said I, i've lived here for 15 years and i couldn't tell you my neighbor's name like yeah you know there's a there's a korean family right in front of me and the only reason why mm-hmm. i know that is because there is one neighbor that goes around to all of us and she kind of tells everybody's cheese to everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> and um <laughs> And so she's she's the one that told me that they were Korean because she's Filipino Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they have uh, fruit trees out in their front yard. And I always Mm -hmm. see the the old man out there and he's, you know, gardening and doing all this. And I always tell my husband, I want to go over and ask him for some fruits. But I'm Mm -hmm. because I've been here 15 years and I've never even said hi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that's something that that we are. For sure, we're lacking. I, I. you know, sometimes I I feel that I make excuses also to not be well. You know, the the I guess for me the my neighbors are older adults. Most of mm-hmm. my neighbors are older adults, so maybe that's why I feel like a little bit um, intimidated. But if I remember when we, I lived in another place that there were you know if it was neighbors that are closer to my age, I would be more social. Mm. But I think I don't know for some reason because they're older adults, but probably they need as much attention and and and, and community than anybody else, you know, yes. for the same reason they're they're older and they're more isolated. Yes, and I feel like they're jewels in the world mm-hmm. right now because they have mm-hmm. been through so much. Um, mm-hmm. 
I, I, I love getting to know people, but maybe I should start from my community from my neighborhood. <laughs> but you're also doing that. You're you're creating um, community here through your podcast. Did you ever thought about that? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like having it in person because we have right. listeners from all over the place. I mean, from all of the United States, I get messages. Mm-hmm. Um, I've even gotten a message from somebody in the Netherlands and mm-hmm. it, you know, that's nice, but mm-hmm. to be able to have it here in my, in person community, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. I would like to be more involved because sometimes I don't even know. I, I get my news through the neighborhood app. <laughs> You know, that's mm-hmm. how I get my that's how I get my updates. So definitely something that I need to work on in person. But I do love my community here in the podcast world and in the social media world that I've been building. Um, I appreciate mm-hmm. everybody that tunes in and listens and that sends me messages and we connect in that way. But mm-hmm. in persona, mm-hmm. you still need it. Yeah, we sometimes, like you said, you know, um, that experience with your brother coming over, when that happens, it's like, yeah, I I, I didn't know, we, you know, I missed that so much no. until, you know, you have that experience. And we think, you know, oh, you know, I have my, you know, my friends on the Internet, my friends online and this and that. But until you have that in person experience again, you're like, oh, I miss this. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Ayana, well, it has been such a pleasure to have you. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to thank, thank you, you so again. much for, for making time for us. I know you're very busy, pero te aprecio mucho, Ana. And I Gracias. hope to continue seeing you on social media, giving us food for thought. <laughs> I will find the post that I, about the morning routine and I'll send it to you. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, with the little picture of your little weenie dog. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, Olive. <laughs> thank you. Bueno, well, thank Ana. you. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. I want you to join the conversation, share your story, or give feedback on a subject by heading over to embracingmymarkings.com to submit the guest form. If you would like to support this podcast, you can become a supporter by following the link in the description box. Your monthly donations helps me sustain for future episodes. Or you can also simply visit my online store on the website, embracingmymarkings.com.